0: Welcome to the Story of God podcast, where each episode helps everyday men and women see how they fit into the grand narrative of God's redemptive plan. Here's Ezra and Janan. Why are genealogies important? That's the subject we're going to be covering today in Matthew chapter 1. And Janan, I kind of gave you the heavy lifting here today, giving you all of the names to read.
1: Yeah, but I will say that I have some practice as I'm a teacher, and I've read lots of students' names for the first time and tried to say them correctly, so hopefully I did all right today.
0: Well, in a lot of these Bible programs that you hear, sometimes the full scripture isn't read, and that's just something we thought was very important because even as we read it, there's something special, and the Word kind of comes alive as you slow down and just kind of meditate on what God's saying through His Word.
1: Yeah, and um, even though it can be difficult to read through different genealogies throughout the Bible, I think it is valuable um, to think about the people and their names.
0: With that said, let's go ahead and get into Matthew chapter 1.
1: The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham, Abraham was the father of Isaac, and Isaac the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers, and Judah the father of Perez, and Zerah by Tamar, and Perez the father of Hezron, and Hezron the father of Ram, and Ram the father of Amminadab, and Amminadab the father of nation and Nathan, the father of Salmon, and Salmon the father of Boaz by Rahab, and Boaz the father of Obed by Ruth, and Obed the father of Jesse, and Jesse the father of David the king. and Manasseh the father of Amos, and Amos the father of Josiah, and Josiah the father of Jeconiah and his brothers at the time of the deportation to Babylon. And after the deportation to Babylon, Jeconiah was the father of Shealtiel, and Shealtiel the father of Zerubbabel, and Zerubbabel the father of Abiud, and Abiad the father of Eliakim, and Eliakim the father of Azor, and Azor the father of Zadok, and Zadok the father of Achim, and Achim the father of Iliad and Iliad the father of Eleazar, and Eleazar the father of Nathan, and Nathan the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Joseph the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who is called Christ.
0: So all the generations from Abraham to David were fourteen generations, and from David to the deportation to Babylon fourteen generations, and from the deportation to Babylon to the Christ fourteen generations. but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Well, Janan, we got through all of the names here, and Matthew chapter 1, such a fascinating chapter in some ways, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. Lots of people, and you're setting up Christ coming to earth, so absolutely.
0: One of the things I think is interesting is it's easy to look at a list of names like this and kind of jump to the natural application. Well, names really matter to God, don't they? But really, if you take a step back and you think about it, this list really prepares the reader for all that Matthew's going to unpack about Jesus in the coming chapters.
1: Yeah, he's really setting up the stage for showing that Jesus is who he claims to be. You know, he has... Um, a basis for claiming that he is the rightful um, son of God by giving him also the genealogy all the way back from King David.
0: And if you go back, so the original readers here, they're likely Hellenistic Jews, Jews that are scattered abroad, and they kind of found themselves between uh, Jews who thought they were heretics and Gentiles uh, who kind of wanted them to minimize their Jewish upbringing. You know, the possible date, maybe around eighty seventy. 70, we don't exactly know for sure. And and so as Matthew is writing this, he's really wanting to elevate that Jesus is the rightful king. And, and so as a result, all of these names that are listed, again, prepares the reader um, and helps them see that Jesus is who we claim to be.
1: Yes, he is. And I think as we go into more of Matthew and we talk about the kingdom, it's so important that we've set Jesus up as the king. And we're going to see that more as we go through the next chapters. But we not only see his kingdom, but we also see how he wants to reign not only in the world, but also in our hearts. And he talks so much in Matthew about the heart and the importance of his power in our heart versus our own sinfulness and our need. And I'm really excited about getting into more of that as we go through Matthew.
0: I I think that was one of the cool things that really was unlocked in my mind as I began to understand the gospels really and how they began to come alive. Like really how all of scripture began to come alive as I begin thinking about the kingdom of God, right? And all that God is doing all throughout human history. And Matthew one really is a reminder that it's, it's a continuation, right? It's not just like, okay, now God is starting to work in human history. No, God has been working for thousands of years in the lives of ordinary men and women, but now he's, um, God in the flesh, right? He's coming down and to be among common everyday men and women like you and me, but he's still King. And that just makes it an an extraordinary reality.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, when you're saying that about he's this he's God and he's King and yet he's coming to earth. I think part of what I like about how he starts with the genealogy is he says the names of all these people and he's showing, I mean, names we never really even heard about in the old Testament. And so, it's showing that these people who could seem insignificant really matter to God, and their names matter to God. And I just love that.
0: Well, it's probably a good reminder for each of us today as we go about whatever it is we plan to do today that God cares about your name, right? And you might not really understand how your name plays the uh, up just a small piece of the grander picture that God is painting throughout human history. Uh, it might feel like you have a very ordinary day ahead of you today, um, but Matthew 1 is just such a reminder that each of us play our own tiny little role in bringing God's kingdom to earth, and hey, that's, that's pretty exciting when you think about it.
1: Yeah, it is, and it's a good reminder that God knows our names. He knows even when we feel insignificant, he knows every detail of our lives and he has a plan for us and he wants to use us each day. He wants to use us for his glory and work through us. So just a reminder for the rest of your day today, don't forget to put your faith into action.
0: Thank you for listening to the Story of God podcast. For more info on this program or to access other resources that will help you turn Sunday belief into Monday action, please visit themondaychristian.com. That's themondaychristian.com.